0: From the heart of Dubai, this is Sports Unhinged with Mohamed Hamiz. And we are on. Hello and welcome to Sports Unhinged. My name is Mohamed Khamis and whether you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app or if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, we're glad that you can join us on this MMA episode. And we have a great fight coming up ahead Khabib Nurmagomedov and Conor McGregor. Joining me today on this episode to help me navigate through this card is Fahad Mughal, who, um, I mean, we, we have a lot of MMA, UFC, boxing discussions. Absolutely. Almost on a weekly basis, <laughs> you and I. So yeah. uh, glad you can join us here, Fahad. Absolutely. Um, My pleasure. Let's, let's get right into it. Let's do it. Khabib Nurmagomedov, Conor McGregor. Unbelievable. The build-up to this fight has been Incredible! It's almost I mean, we've had some really great build-ups, uh, usually involving Conor McGregor, but this one is, is 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 incredible. Could this be one of the greatest fight in MMA history? I think. Look, it it definitely has the legs
1: to do so. Like, I mean, like if you talk about talking about the build-up to it, it's been pretty silent to be honest. Yeah. But I think that's generated so much intrigue, so much like suspense around this whole thing. I think um, that press conference was a was just a like that was the sort of that. That glass that just got shattered and now like sort of that that (laughs) is insane. Like that that really set the set the set the scene for the whole thing. I mean, on Thursday, obviously, like we were saying, there's another press conference, but um, but that left so many things like open to be answered. I mean, to be honest, a McGregor fight is a McGregor fight at the end of day, isn't it? I mean, you've been to one. You went to Nate Diaz, uh, McGregor Diaz too, which was. But you can, the vibe is different. The energy is different. The MMA community is like they come together as a whole to just 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 talk about it at the end of the day you know what i mean so definitely anytime mcgregor fights it's special this time obviously he's been out for a couple of years um obviously doing other pursuits and uh, yeah whiskey being one of those just, <laughs> we can see that yeah, right? which is which is a massive part of the conference but it uh, definitely has it has the opportunity to
0: be uh one of the greatest fights or the, the biggest fight at least the biggest build-up so far like you said it's yeah. got the legs to do so um do you think that the ufc made the right decision not to let the fans into that press conference. Do you think it would have really gone out of hand, or
1: oh, dude, it would have. But that's the that's the fun about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, at the end
0: of the day, like it did. Like
1: there there was this weird tension in the room. I mean, the, the the thing that came out of it, I feel, is that McGregor came off as being senile. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, like when he was the press tour with Jose Aldo, you know, he was it was it was just a senile. You look at right. some back at some of those scenes. Essentially, when he was. In in Aldo's face, just kind of going at him. It was the same McGregor, same like sort of slight dark, like unhinged. Yeah, sports <laughs> unhinged. Um, but uh, that same type of uh, vibe that he was given, but with the audience, with the with with his fans, with his with his. It was amplified
0: and a bit more. Oh right? man,
1: he could play yeah. off of it. Like this now, like that that same energy, that same sort of slightly unhinged, deranged vibe, just came off as sinister, which was, which was a bit weird. But at the same time, like. I think as we've discussed before, yeah. I thought it was a massive win for McGregor on that. On that you think so? Now, yeah. See, this is where we disagree because <laughs> I know we do.
0: the way that I saw it is that McGregor, one of the greatest things that he always does is he knows how to get into his opponent's heads, right? And he almost defeats them before the fight has even taken place. And I always compare this to the Jose Aldo build-up because he almost got as personal, you know, in-your-face kind of, under your skin, you know, like the the way that he came across. Yeah. And the reactions are completely different. A lot of people are likening Habib's reaction to that of Jose Aldo. I completely disagree there mm. because if, if you remember, like there was one part in the in the Jose Aldo press conference where Conor McGregor would put his foot up on the table and uh, Jose Aldo would do the same afterwards. Yeah. It's, it's almost like he was trying to play catch up there. Mm. With Habib, it was completely different. He knew he can't beat Conor McGregor in Trash Talk. He knew, and I believe him when he says that he didn't understand half of what Conor McGregor (laughs) was saying either, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way that Khabib, because Conor went personal. He went after Dagestan. He went after Russia. He went after Putin. He went after his father. He went after his religion. He was trying to shove the whiskey in his face. He he tried everything. And I really (laughs) saw Khabib's reaction as too calm, too collected. He expected it. He is angry about it. And I don't know if you saw the interview with ESPN that Khabib did. Uh, Today? It was, I think, yesterday. With Ariel Hawani? Not with Ariel Hawani. It was, uh, it was with somebody else. I can't remember who it is. Uh, but there was an, like a 15-minute interview with, with Khabib. And yeah. I believe him when he says that he's calm, cool, ready. He come here for smash this guy. I Come here for smash <laughs> this Exactly. That, I mean... He looks ready. He the, looks ready. No doubt, Jose Aldo, when they were facing off inside the, the octagon, even right before the fight, moments before the fight started, Jose wouldn't look up. He went, moved back. He still didn't look yeah. up. And until they started the fight, he moved forward, made that famous mistake, got yeah. caught, yeah. and got knocked out in 13 seconds. I don't think that happens with, uh, with Habib. He doesn't look like he's that affected by Conor's games. Listen, man, Like
1: at the end of the day... If we talk about the press conference, uh, Khabib was was set up to lose that. Like he knew going into that, there's no way he can beat McGregor at this. Like especially it being one on one, there's no other. Usually with these types of press conferences, they've got the whole fight card, all the fighters up in right in the in the stands, and kind deus, of yeah, yeah. So it's not all the attention is not just on those two, but you've put up this 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 <laughs> this Irish animal uh, and 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 you know self proclaimed um, right. and and Khabib one on one like there's no this is the way that it was always going to go. Um but you, you mentioned him talking about Dagestan, you mentioned him talking about like uh his dad and, 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 and eventually Putin and, and right. all of that stuff. I think essentially McGregor knows uh the, the mindset of 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 Khabib. He knows that he is like literally stone-minded. Like he doesn't he's 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 not movable. So he had to go to that extent, he had right. to go to those such deep levels. Um, to talk about you know his father and to talk about you know his brother being being sort of bloodied in another promotion and yeah. and, and 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 talking about sort of um, obviously Putin uh, that it was when he when when he started talking about his brother and his dad I I, th- I think that that did affect that did affect Khabib towards the end of the press conference and um, it's it's it is personal for him too and we don't know like Khabib's never had this type of he's never I, I personally believe that yeah. like he's never had he's always fought physically but mentally i don't think he's had a massive
0: challenge like this and we don't know how he's going to react and connor always brings that he brings a mental game absolutely. that is unprecedented nobody that has fought connor has been through that kind of challenge absolutely. before absolutely
1: but and the- he's and, and genuinely one of the like i think without without sort of over over overstating i think he is probably the greatest I don't
0: even know if I want to say this,
1: but the greatest trash talker in MMA history, Muhammad Ali, in MMA history, in
0: MMA history, Chael Sonnen. Chael
1: Sonnen, second for me. Like yeah. I, I think that guy is, is Chael Sonnen came amazing. ready with rhymes oh, and with, you <laughs> that, Chael, Chael was amazing. I, yeah. I'm a massive fan, yeah. but kind of like when it comes to like mental warfare, like yeah. it's on a different level. Like I think it, it it can like it will it will get to the to the best of people, you know.
0: But see, the thing is, if we look at the the build up. Forget Jose Aldo. Let's look mm. at the build-up to Nate Diaz, which mm. is where Connor came up with the with you know those famous lines that keep getting replayed. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know the balloon animals in one hand yeah. and you know like all, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, those moments it, it felt genuine. It felt like it came to him on the spot. Mm-hmm. This time, I felt they were pre-rehearsed. There was a lot of stuttering from Connor's side. He was because uh, he's mad, man. He's mad. He's, he's, he's genuinely angry. I think he's scared. I I think it it comes from a place of fear. The guy's been out of the octagon for for two years. He hasn't fought. He's coming up against an undefeated guy. That has to play a factor in it. And, you know, styles make matchups. This guy, he knows. We've seen Conor lose on the ground. We've seen him get submitted by Nate Diaz. And we know that Khabib is a different animal. Like I call him the human blanket. Once he gets a hold of you Mm. and you've been taken down, you need to have a very good kind of... Wrestling, grappling, uh, ground game for sure. For you to be able to, to McGregor's
1: to... ground game is, is severely underrated in my opinion. But also, let let hear me out. Like so, I totally agree with what you're saying. But you're talking about a guy who has supreme levels of confidence. If I had this yeah. man's confidence,
0: <laughs> you like, could <can> do anything, <laughs> right? Go.
1: So supreme <laughs> confidence, right yeah. now. To me, Khabib's a one-trick pony, right? Um, I you, think. Do you think so? I, personally, I personally I'm, I'm a massive fan. Don't get me yeah. wrong, you know. Um, Uh, I I think he's amazing at what he does, but when it comes to McGregor, right? Like he's looking at that. And and I think he respects Khabib massively when it comes to the ground game, when it comes to wrestling. But when he, when, when, when he says that Khabib is a novice on his feet, he is correct in saying that when it comes to, when, when, when it comes to sort of benchmarking Khabib against some of the other lightweights,
0: even, um, like the fight against Michael Johnson, for he example, got tagged. he got tagged in he the first tagged. round, and until he got him down, yeah, yeah. But then you saw, for example, like the fight against Edwin Barbosa. Edwin's greatest strength yeah. was his yeah, kicks, yeah. and Khabib kept moving forward. Yeah. So obviously, Barbosa Edson, couldn't use his kicks. So Edson Barbosa, he was, he was, he
1: was, uh, he was demoralized. I feel like he yeah. was, in some level, he was. uh man, he just, he just wasn't there that night. Like he yeah. was, he demoralized from the from the offset. Um, yeah, and that was for me when when I when I heard that fight was gonna be was gonna happen, I was like, Edson's gonna take this guy. Like his 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 kicks and his yeah. his his elbows and knees. Like they they like Khabib has no chance. But the way he ragdolled him was 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 was, was crazy. See, a lot
0: of people are likening this build up to the Jose Aldo fight, undefeated for ten years, mm. lost in thirteen seconds, and they're yep. saying that Conor is gonna do the same. Looking at the build up, you know who this. Reminds me of it. Reminds me of Ronda Rousey, and her behavior before the Holly Holm fight. Mm. That it wasn't confidence like Mm. always. There was a bit of fear. There was a little of anger. It's almost like you know you're going to lose, and you just you're you're too desperate to try and get into your opponent's head. Same thing with Joanna and Rose. I Uh, see what you're saying. It's reminding me of that kind of thing. And having Conor being out Mm. of the of the octagon for two years the fact that he made all that money in the, in the Mayweather fight. Yeah. And, w- and we talked about this offline. You even said something that was very interesting. It almost feels like a bit of a different Connor. If it you does. can elaborate on that. Uh, look, the difference between Rousey and Connor, right? Like Rousey,
1: Rousey's existence revolved around her fighting. Like her yeah. identity was her bantamweight belt. Connor has so many exploits outside, yeah. of, outside of MMA. And, and that's not even just within, within combat sports. But like, is that a distraction? This, but, is that going to affect his game but his existence doesn't doesn't do, isn't defined variety. by his by his UFC career like MMA is 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 his passion and his hobby and I feel right. like that's literally what he's come back for now coming back to what you were saying before about confidence um and you feel like he's a bit scared i think i think connor is like when he when he sees the, the 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 opportunities that he can expose uh when it comes to khabib's arsenal uh like his fighting arsenal right I think that just gives him this man with supreme confidence, even more confidence to go in and just be like, "This dude's a novice." Yeah, and 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 couple that with the fact that he's coming back for the for the for the love of the game is what he's saying. Um, I don't. I take that with a pinch of salt. Everyone of everyone wants money at the end of the day, right. but but McGregor McGregor has. And I tell you, when when my opinion changed, it was this morning. I was listening to um, to Ariel Helwani's MMA show.
0: Yeah,
1: Conor McGregor was on this morning.
0: Oh, was. Now, it? If you I, haven't I didn't heard, you have.
1: To, man, like before going into this, you know, we were all about, like, it was, it was, it was weird. We were like, "Oh, where is Conor at mentally? What yeah. is he doing? Yeah. Listen to that. He was literally, it was like 20 minutes. It was Conor McGregor of old, relaxed, making jokes, like really? being funny, like that, that, that charming McGregor that, that the Irish sort of, uh, like got behind and that we all kind of fell in love with when it came to that, that, that personality, it was him. And I was like, this morning I switched. I was like, wow, man, this is, He's still there. He's and, still and, there. And, and, that, and that, that press conference was, was an anomaly just because it was, it was part of his strategy. But, um, but I would suggest go back and listen to that. Dana was, White it said it.
0: I mean, that was the darkest press conference he's ever was, been in. Because the fact that there was no crowd there, it was just the journalist. Oh, God. To have all of these one-liners and jokes and nasty things being said. Yeah. Backed by complete silence. Yeah. It it, it just felt weird watching it as well, and watching it again, it's almost kind of like cringeworthy, you know. What was was the
1: What was the the most shocking part of that? What was What was his the
0: comment that you thought that you stopped and were like, oh well. Um, I think when, this is too much. When he went after his his dad, when he went after Dagestan, when he said that the Chechnians <laughs> told him about how Dagestani's have glass jaws. I'm like, hold oh, on, oh, and then he went on from there and got nastier and nastier from there. And that's when I was like, Connor, stop! All right, yeah. all right, you, we love your trash talk, but this is getting a bit too much, you know. You know, like it's interesting you say that. Like
1: Khabib, everyone's saying what well, he's well, obviously Connor claims that he has a glass jaw. Yeah. What is your take on like
0: like Khabib's chin? See. Th- there is see, there's one of two ways this is going to end. And there's, I don't think there's any other possibility. So l- let's take the most unlikely ending. The most unlikely ending is Khabib knocking out Connor, standing up. That's not going to happen. And Connor submitting Khabib, for example. Those two, let's, let's take them out of uh, the realm of possibility, right? I'd imagine the odds on that. <laughs> i you know? love that. That would be amazing. <laughs> so either Conor McGregor is going to get a flash knockout mm-hmm. in the first couple of rounds and it will be over. Or Khabib is gonna manage to get that single right at the beginning, take him down, and we just see five rounds of Malling. nothing but just mauling, you know? Mm. There's the possibility that Khabib could beat Connor's face into a pulp. Mm. And the reason I say that is because aka, that gym has kind of made a reputation for perfecting the grappler versus stand up yeah. kind of fighter. And we saw that with Junior Dos Santos versus Cain mm. Velasquez. We saw that um, between um, DC and Gustafsson, mm. for example. The only time where AKA fighters, grapplers, have a lot of trouble in a fight is when they're fighting against somebody that is good all around. Mm. The Verdooms. obviously, John Jones has been, mm. you know, the bane of uh, DC's existence, and yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later. Yeah. But they've a good point. they've perfected that strategy, so they know. Hmm. not to make the mistakes that Jose Aldo make. They know not to, well, Nate Diaz can take punches and he only gets going when he when his face is bloodied anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Khabib, yes, there is a possibility that he gets knocked out very early in the fight. And I think with Conor McGregor, we saw him running out of gas hmm. against Nate Diaz. We saw him running out of gas the second time against Nate Diaz. Hmm. Against Mayweather, we saw him running out of gas. In fact, it was part of Mayweather's game plan yeah to let him have a few rounds and then and then get going yeah yeah so i don't think khabib would if connor doesn't knock him out in the first two rounds i think it's game over it's game over for khabib yeah, cardio uh, for connor sorry
1: cardio is an interesting one man like i think uh, it's very interesting and the way you link it back to aka that's yeah. that's, that's interesting as well like you look at these dudes they're, they're machines dc Kane velasquez khabib Luke rockhold like these guys can go for hours, like they just grind out, and I think it is the way that they train over there. Um, uh, and and yeah, you're right. I don't know how how Conor's going to hold up to that because ultimately, yeah, obviously he can work on cardio, strength right. and conditioning, all of that type of stuff. Um, he can work on his on his on his uh, on his on his gas tank, but ultimately you can't train that that quickly and 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 that effectively to last a mauling for five rounds from right. Khabib. Now. And he's exhausting. He puts his whole sure. weight on you, for sure. But but when it comes to when it comes to like, so so obviously it comes down to uh, the, the two ends of the spectrum. Obviously, yeah. is is Khabib by vicious ground mauling or 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 Connor by brutal knockout, right? Yeah. Now, for me and you know this and we've spoken our uh, flying about it. Yeah. I'm leaning more towards the latter. I, f- I do feel that McGregor will get this done, um, in 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 for the simple reason that. Every fight starts standing. Yeah. Uh, Good point. K- Khabib, Khabib is 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 sloppy and slow. Um, when I call him a one trick pony, that's with no disrespect. But for me, Connor is and and the antics they 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 shadow who this dude is. Like yeah. we're talking from his Cage Warriors days, we're talking from his amateur fighting days. He's a straight animal. Like it's no
0: accident that he's here. You he's know?
1: brilliant. He's a brilliant like cerebral fighter, and 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 that comes out. So for me. McGregor is is, is is too rangy. He's too precise, he's too fast, and he's too good at movement to allow McGregor to allow Khabib to to shoot and get right. that takedown. Now, like again, I could be severely wrong, you, but but I feel like precision and and speed and movement and range, which, which McGregor is a master of range. Right. Um, will will be too much for 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 Khabib and, and, and he will get clipped going in.
0: <laughs> like you said, this is by no means an easy fight for either fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Their techniques vary in in such two different extremes, one on the stand up, one on the wrestling. It It's intriguing. It, it comes down to a gut feeling, right? Yeah. For all of us fans, we can analyze this until the cows cows come home. 100%. Let's do it. So <laughs> I don't
1: know when <laughs> the cows are coming, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying, like for me, I feel it's gonna go the other way. I really feel that Khabib is gonna manage to get Yeah that single that double or get him against the cage especially if connor doesn't get that punch in, in the first or the second round mm. and we're just going to see a mauling for for three to at least the last three rounds if he doesn't get a submission or a tko through ground and pound i really feel that khabib is going to get this done Interesting. i think there's going to be some ring rust or octagon rust or whatever you want to call Interesting. it um I feel Khabib is going to get it oh, done. God. I really do. Well, look, I can't wait. And I'm a Conor fan. <laughs> I, and I, I wanted to come wearing my Conor McGregor, you know, t-shirt today yeah, yeah. from UFC 202. But I just felt like I just don't feel that he's going to win. Oh, now, man. if he wins, I'm going to come on the next episode <laughs> wearing it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's just an unbelievable fight. I just can't wait. It's, I can't it, wait for it, that.
1: It's so multifaceted. Like, like obviously, the that the fight itself and the technique behind it and obviously the stories behind it is another aspect the whole sort of you know coming down to the fact that like you know at the World Cup McGregor was with Putin uh, Khabib Khabib was there yeah so like it's so multi. there's so many like the whole Artem Lobov thing uh, like there's so many angles to this that just make it so good how do you feel about the UFC including the uh, footage from the boss incident into the promotion i'm in marketing man i'm 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 an ad man i I work i work i've been doing marketing for a long time it was it was gonna happen i mean at the end of the day um dana white
0: was was was
1: at that moment he was like this is the most you know disgusting thing ever to happen in
0: mma is the worst i laughed at him i'm like he was you know his lips he (laughs) was
1: he was like this is brilliant promotional it's the best promotional tools um, and uh, and it was going to happen. I, I, to be honest, like I don't have anything against it. The only issue with it, obviously, is that obviously fighters got hurt. Yeah. you got Michael Chiesa, Rose Namajunas. And oh. um,
0: what do you feel about that whole Rose thing? Uh, you know, the news came out that Thug she ha- she hasn't been able to leave the house. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now if you're, you're a not, UFC fighter. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, uh, Rose is legit scary. Like when I talk, when when I love Rose Namajunas, like the way that she. The way that she like her character is so there's it's so different. much mystique around yeah. her. She's so mysterious. She's so spiritual. She's so like, you know, she 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 she's It's a, not an
0: act, the shaved head, the whole thing. She's it's not a an gardener. Act. Like yeah. that
1: it, like it's it's amazing when you watch her in interviews and you watch her like persona. Um and, and it's something that, you know, and if you look at if you look at her history and the way that she grew up in right. in, in uh in, in, in the States, like she had a rough childhood and she she was hardened by that. Yeah. Um, you know, Lithuanian background, and like it's it's it has molded her into this, and I'm not surprised that that's what she said because she's a very spiritual person. Yeah, God, man. I think it's
0: a bit too much though. It uh, is for Kiesa. I don't blame him. If I was on that bus, I'll be suing the next day trying dude, to make I'll some money. I'll sue him
1: for having a mullet. Like that <laughs> dude needs to that dude needs to get a haircut, man.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm uh, a fan of Mike. Oh, yeah, so he yeah, yeah he's, he's
1: he's all right. Yeah, but uh yeah. Ray Borg was the one that I was a bit sort of yeah because uh, he's he... that was a serious injury. Yeah, I mean, and I his, his, was his like, cornea, I think. Yeah, 100 percent. And like he has a lot of personal issues. His, his child is sick and stuff like that. It cost him a lot of money. But um, but yeah, when it comes down to the promotional tool, like it's it's
0: a it is a promotional it tool. A like promotional it has to tool. it has to be used. Now, one of the main <laughs> concerns I have about this fight is yeah. actually for Khabib. I think he'll beat Connor. Uh, OK, the only part that I'm concerned about is that Khabib doesn't even make it to the octagon because he had the history of having trouble cutting weight. In his interview in ESPN, he did say that he's never felt better. The weight cut is going according to plan. He's 166 pounds as of this morning. Oh,
1: 166. Yeah, he, he said he told Ariel Hawani this morning. Oh, wow. Um, so 166, that's 11 pounds out. That's, he's on track. This, this is going to happen. I don't know. It, fingers it, crossed, it, it inshallah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh,
0: backup plan, they've got Ferguson, Tony Ferguson, fighting against Anthony Pettis. Although Conor McGregor came out, and said that he's not really interested in fighting Ferguson. If th- something doesn't happen, yeah. Conor McGregor on his own um, network, the Mac yeah, Life. The Mac Life yeah. So there was one interview there just very recently where he said that if this doesn't work out, he'll just go back into the darkness and pursue his other interests. He did another one though yesterday with
1: the Mac Life okay. where he said that, you know what, come to think of it, I would. I'd entertain one of those two. Um, now, for me... Tony Ferguson is the dark horse of this, of this, of this. One uh, of the most
0: talented. If he would stop kicking lampposts,
1: <laughs> dude, he is wild. Like follow him on Instagram. Yeah, that guy is crazy. Um, El Cucuy, El yeah. Cucuy, <laughs> El Cucuy. <laughs> man, he's 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 insane and like, but genuinely super talented. And right. I think poses the biggest threat
0: to, to 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 Conor McGregor more so than Khabib. Dare I say it? Uh, and he's fighting Anthony Pettis, who's not. A, it's not an easy fight. And Anthony Pettis has one of my favorite walk-in music tracks. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of underachieved because while he was champion, he looked like he's one of those people that are gonna reign for a long time. Showtime. You know? Yeah. Um, who do you predict wins that fight? Uh, Ferguson easily. Easily, I agree. Easily. I agree.
1: Um, Anthony Pettis is lucky to be where he is in this position. Um, he beat Michael Chiesa. To be honest, like you know, Michael Kiesa was 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 smashed by Kevin Lee. Yeah. Um, he he was then Anthony Pettis beat him. But for me, like, there's two guys um, who fought before Kevin Lee and, and Tony Ferguson. These two are the ones that that I feel are the next lightweight challenges. Right. And the dark horses that could post McGregor the biggest threat. Um, I I don't know, man. Like I I I I know I know Khabib is is a beast and a monster, but I feel like Kevin Lee. He's so young, by the way. He's like 25. Yeah. He could be a better Khabib Namagomedov. You think so? Like when it comes I don't know,
0: I'm not oh, sold on that, man. I don't know. <laughs> like he's
1: so young and he's still learning, yeah. but he he can be he can be Khabib. He can like I mean, Khabib has has innate power, like you can see that. You know, you can see that in his wrestling, like it's uh, it's come from, it comes from within. Those Dagestanis, man. Oh, man. Like 100%. <laughs> but but Kevin Lee like is 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 a supreme athlete, man. Like, like when it comes to when it comes to his cardio, when it comes to his f- like just physique, you look at him; he's a specimen. Yeah. His wrestling is off the charts, and he has stand up as well. And he's still so young, and he's developing and learning. And he has swagger. Like he's 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 got his uh, underrated trash talk. Right. I really like it when yeah. he talks. Um, so he's a, he's one to watch. But I think I think uh, the true contender, number one contender after this fight, would be whoever wins. Uh, it has to be Tony Ferguson. It has, it to, has be. to be Tony yeah. Ferguson.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Now I hope the that we get to see all these fights, that nothing happens last minute. We've seen that happen in the past. I hope that the MMA gods have collected their (laughs) sacrifice in the form of Sean O'Malley, who is Sugar Sean O'Malley, whose fight got cancelled because he tested positive for a um, supplement, tainted supplement. um, And USADA came up with a new rule saying that they're no longer going to announce when a fighter fails their A sample. They will only announce once the whole due process has happened mm-hmm. and then they will disclose everything. So we got to know about Sean O'Malley being out of the card from the fighter himself. He went on his Instagram and he did say that, you know, they've narrowed it down to a supplement. They've given the, the sample to, to USADA. They've given a brand new bottle of the same supplement to USADA for testing and that he'll come back. Um, he'll prove that he has nothing to hide and that he'll come back and he'll be a better fighter. I honestly prefer prefer this way. When it comes from the fighter, there's not as much Hmm. backlash because we live in an era right now and it's not just about this. It's about pretty much anything, any accusation that comes out before due process has taken place. People are... Already tried in the court of public yeah. opinion, and they're branded as cheaters, and they're branded. And we've had cases before with some of the Brazilian fighters where they were branded as cheaters, and then Usada would come and yeah. kind of reverse their 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 bans and say that it was a, it yeah. was indeed a tainted supplement. Wait, it's like
1: guilty till proven innocent, right? It's like the reverse yeah. of what should be happening.
0: Exactly. So I I, I
1: like this way, um, but it's a bit term- less humiliating for the for the for the for the fighter as well because genuinely you can make mistakes. Um, but yeah, and no, I mean, I mean, it's still, it's still like the, the whole doping conversation.
0: Like it's such a complex issue. But I think the taint, the tainted supplement issue is something that can be solved quite easily. Because right now, obviously John Jones had a tainted something else uh, <laughs> when he got banned. And now again, and they gave him a, a reduced sentence, but they're, they're saying that it's because he snitched on some yeah, other fighters man. as well. Oh, uh, you, can see, crazy. you can see Verdum, he came out and, 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 and criticized him for that. But the tainted supplement issue should not be a problem. Why doesn't the UFC come up with their own brand hmm. or brands of supplements that they sell to the fighters at a discount or hmm. something like that and just sort the whole problem out? Why... Are they giving that that flexibility for, for for fighters to go out and get supplements from Mexico or Brazil or whatever? Where sponsorship it is sponsorship, but the UFC have centralized pretty much everything, <laughs> and that's the reason that w- why we get the best fights when we want them, as it's opposed true. to boxing. We've but been... if, yeah, but if they
1: strip every revenue stream that the fighters have, what, what they're just going to be employees, right? And and I think I think there is this whole dispute right now, and that's yeah. why we have the rise of unions and all that conversation. But I mean, if they if they start like 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 obviously sponsorship's a massive one. They took away the sponsors on the shorts. They took away the sponsors on on on, on a lot of different things. It's the whole the whole Reebok deal yeah. um, uh, conversation. But supplements, obviously, we know that um, you know brands like On It, brands like GAT Sports, which is what John Jones is with. Yeah, um, so many my protein UK, Michael Bisping's with those guys. Like, there's so many fighters that have their own All Max, uh, Max Holloway and Felice Herrig as well. Like. They they get th- this is one revenue stream for them and fighters in the UFC don't get boxing money man right I know <laughs> these I know. dudes are now T-shirts yeah. they were they, they come from different different uh, eras
0: yeah, different sport
1: different uh, kind of promotion different, different level of, of um, level of, uh, of 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 money man yeah. like, and it's it's crazy so I, I, maybe that's one of the reasons but that is a really good idea
0: I feel but because the question that I'm asking myself is or the question that I'm asking is why aren't all these Olympic athletes that fall under USADA's remit, why aren't they getting caught for tainted supplements? I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of, of, of athletes in other sports that fall under USADA's remit. They're not getting tested Positive for, for tainted supplements mm. at all. There's something wrong with the way the MMA world deals with with supplements, either through suppliers. Maybe the UFC can come up with approved suppliers or approved. You know, like yep. there needs to come there needs to be some standardization. I feel that this is an issue that could be solved very easily.
1: It's it's it, you know what the issue is. It's 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 where where these supplements come from because like even even like sort of protein powders that I use, for example, yeah. right? They have you know. Um, United States doping anti-doping through, thing, like whatever, yeah, or whatever they've yeah. got all these certifications to say that you know we're right. safe and we're legal most of these products are made in China right um, and, and the factories in China whereas like the ingredients might be safe but there's contamination yeah. and and it's I personally feel it is up to the fighters to be more smart in what they're doing John Jones in his trial out and out said that hey it was an oversight I didn't check I just went by what everyone was telling me and, yeah. and this is why this happened yeah but if a fight is not if a fight is not smart enough to figure out that you know what like this could affect my career in a in a in a in a in a legitimate way, um, that's on them. And 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 I mean a UFC certified like brand that's great. I think that would work. That would sort of eliminate a lot of different things. But yeah, man, it's a complex one. It's a really complex right. one.
0: Speaking of John Jones, obviously he's coming back. They're trying Johnny to they're trying to fix up his... Uh, well, they're calling him Johnny Brasco right now. because <laughs> Really? I've not heard that one. That's brilliant. I love so, it. <laughs> so the, oh Johnny Brasco is coming back and they're trying to obviously set up a fight with him and, and Gustafsson. Yeah.
1: Insult that guy at your own risk. At, at your own that peril, dude is, right? <laughs> that dude is not a joke, man. Johnny Bones.
0: <laughs> so the, the thing that came out, I think DC went on Ariel Herwani's, um show and he said that they're most likely going to strip him of his light heavyweight title. And put it up for a contest between Jon Jones and Gustafsson, Do you agree that the UFC should do that? They have kept belts with people yeah. for longer before.
1: What do the belts mean though anymore? It's crazy.
0: But and the UFC loves those interim belts. I mean, yeah. they could have easily just put up one for for. I think I think I think Gus and um, Gus
1: Gustafson and Jones. Yeah is belt worthy yeah. but i think i think uh neither of them neither of them deserves a title shot at this stage i think an interim title is the best that they should get yeah. dc is king legitimate i know i know he didn't i know he was obviously handed back that light light heavyweight belt right um I technically had to fight for it but yeah. ultimately like it was stripped from john jones yeah but he has put in the work man
0: i i'm a i'm i'm
1: I'm a, massive, I'm a huge, huge fan. fan. I don't
0: know I don't understand why why the fans don't like him. Or They've
1: changed. Now like now there is a lot more positive sentiment towards yeah. him, but but he deserves his dues. Especially like obviously he's he's he wants to retire in March. Right. So March is not, fights. March is not that far away. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the belts with him. Let him decide what he wants to do. But I think he deserves that. Yeah, that's the least he deserves. the, the thing
0: is, I, one of the reasons that I think they're trying to do that because DC himself has not been clear about how he wants to his develop, future. Is what is, his yeah. future is. So he's fighting Brock Lesnar. He obviously took the big money fight. Uh, I think he'll destroy. He's, gonna, he's Brock is going to go running oh with his tail God. between his legs Seriously. all the way back to the WWE. Um, Brock is. Gonna and he get said he wants smashed. to fight John Jones at heavyweight. He actually have has said that before. So maybe they're thinking. The light heavyweight is not going to to be yeah. up for a contest but now DC is coming out and saying give me the winner of John Jones and Gustafsson and that could be my last fight before I uh, you know hang it up.
1: I think I think DC would smash John Jones at heavyweight. Yeah. Um I'm uh, like John Jones for me the most talented fighter. Most talented yeah. definitely up there for greatest of all time. But DC is a better heavyweight than he is a light heavyweight. Yeah. Like what he did to Stepe Miocic. Um uh, dude, I I, I had Stepe winning that 10
0: out of 10 times I could have bet a lot yeah, on that, yeah, yeah. that that Stipe would win it what he did to people I think Stepe Miocic is one of the most underrated, underrated champions I think he's the greatest heavyweight in UFC history and we've seen yeah. our fair share of great heavyweights 100% big fan he's just a normal guy and he Brilliant. comes off as a he's a Brilliant. firefighter Brilliant. He doesn't play that game of he's, he doesn't fit the mold of Conor McGregor no. and how to promote these fights, and that's why I think it did it. Like his popularity didn't pick up, but for us like purists, yeah, nothing is Stipe, better than Stepe. Stepe
1: is 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 the he is a fighter, like that genuine, like whether Born it's to whether, be a fighter, yeah. He's he lives that fighter life, um, whether it's fire or whether it's people. <laughs> exactly. He's he's a fighter man, and and he lives that life. He's he's a family man. He's a fireman. He's a he's he's a stand up dude. Like you and know, humble, humble, and and he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care about his like yeah. kind of his uh, his 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 persona. Yeah. Like he, he, you know, he struggles with with interviews. He struggles with like pronunciation. He struggles with his speech. But that just that just like adds to the again the mystique of him. Like and then you put him inside with Francis and He embarrasses yeah. this this truck of an individual. And
0: this is the thing. The UFC have have been doing this lately, where they promote not the champion. They promote the person they want to be the champion. 100%. And Francis Ngannou, nowhere near ready to have all that hype. Oh, my God. That promotion was almost embarrassing. And this is one thing I talked about in a previous episode Mm. about Tyron Woodley. I'm like, you are where you need to be right now. Stop complaining because the fans are finally getting fed up of your opponents being promoted more than you. You're answering back in the exact same way that you should. Inside the octagon, you're kicking everybody's butt in there. And that's it because... It's yeah. it's turning into a WWE thing, and there's yeah. kind of like there's a struggle between the great fighters who are not fitting that Conor McGregor mold, yeah, and those fighters with all the hype around them that the UFC is trying to promote and 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 bring up. So it's, it's really really interesting. Yeah, I mean, man,
1: like like Tyron Woodley is is oh my gosh, like again just a straight fighter. Like I mean totally underrated but I think now he's getting his dues and, and I don't the, the UFC are missing the trick man like yeah. Tyron Woodley, like, you might think that he's a, you know, he's, you know, he always pull it, he's race bait, like, he's always pulling the race card, like, you know. He did make some mistakes. He's whining, and, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But this dude is bringing Snoop Dogg. He's bringing Wiz Khalifa. He's bringing all these audiences to the UFC. How do they not see him as a marketing, like, powerhouse? He should stop making music. Yeah. That song was just, terrible. <laughs> that was that horrible. That song was terrible. Even Dana but, tried to
0: be nice and trying <laughs> to hype up his song, but that yeah. that,
1: that was terrible. <laughs> but, but, like he's he's the perfect athlete the perfect fighter like he's bringing like these mainstream celebrity a-listers to the sport like you've got like oh man like i remember after his fight like it was every other like sort of uh um celebrity sports person like you know tweeting about him and, and that african-american community like absolutely. really come behind him that's yeah. a massive audience man um i'm a massive fan of tyron woodley but hey, A,
0: king king Love absolutely absolutely all right, let's switch gears here and just right. wrap up the show with, with, with a little bit of uh, boxing. All right. Um, we just saw the <laughs> press conference that was absolutely hilarious between Deontay Wilder <laughs> and Tyson Fury. Oh, man. And um, I was talking to a friend today. Um, he hasn't been up to date with heavyweight boxing for a long time. So he's like, let oh, me... It's a good time to be up to date with bo- heavyweight boxing. Let me catch up on what's going on. And he started seeing highlights of Fury, highlights of Wilder, highlights of Anthony Joshua. And he came to me and was like... I haven't really missed much because if this is the quality that we're looking at, you're, you get one guy like Wilder who has zero boxing technique. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. You've got someone like Tyson Fury who's so big that he, there's very little foot, footwork and yeah. foot movement. He's just standing there and just, you know, punching. And you haven't... An, I disagree, but he said... Um, an overweight bodybuilder, like an, 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 an overhyped bodybuilder in Anthony Joshua, okay. which I completely disagree with because I, I'm a huge fan of okay. Anthony Joshua. <laughs> but if you look at Deontay Wilder, but in a way I agreed with, with, with this friend of mine because in boxing what we're seeing more often than not there are these great fighters. I think Tyson Fury is a fantastic fighter. I think Anthony Joshua is a great fighter. I'll say my part on, on uh, Deontay Wilder in a bit. But the problem why they're looking so spectacular is because they're fighting overweight plumbers and electricians who shouldn't be called boxing professionals. It's unbelievable how we're getting fight after fight against... It's not exciting. It's like if you have Conor McGregor fighting Clay Guida every time, you know, (laughs) (laughs) or somebody like that every single fight. And then once every five years, we get a great fight like Nate Nate Diaz Mm -hmm. or someone like that. So... What what do you think about about this fight, the the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder? I personally would have preferred to see Joshua against Wilder Mm -hmm. because Wilder, for me, has... I I, I compare him to somebody who... It reminds me of those high school days, you know, when somebody says a nasty your mama joke and you leap across the classroom and just swing at him. That's the technique. He crosses his legs while he's he's moving forward. He jumps in that Superman pose. Head movement to him is absolutely kind of optional yeah he loads up every time he drops his power hand every time he loads up he loads Mm. up every time he wants to throw a power punch he needs to be exposed and i'm not sure tyson fury who has come back from a very long break and hasn't looked great in his and fought two nobodies like legit people that just got off the couch it was almost sad watching these fights as well like you know i like tyson fury i'm a big fan of his yeah I don't know. I would prefer to see Joshua. How hey do you man. think this pa- pans out? This fight pans okay, out? Okay, so
1: we have three, like, all right, so three fighters Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua,
0: Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Like these are the three in that title contention at the minute, right? Because like w- Wilder has been beating everybody because of his size. He's yeah. just bigger and stronger than everybody. Man. And the only two fighters that fit his attributes are Joshua and, and Fury.
1: He just got beaten by Luis Ortiz. Right. Like, like, I don't like it wasn't, he knocked him out. Fine. Deontay yeah. Wilder won. But yeah. up until that point, had he not got that knockout? Yeah. He was, he was gone. Undefeated record. De- Louis is, if I'm not mistaken, 49 years old.
0: Yes. Okay. Is he 49?
1: I believe so. I, we I, need to I know he's that. in the 40s. He's but... old, man. Like he's, he's, he's maybe just check that yeah. one. But for me, Deontay Wilder has power. That's it. Yeah. And devastating power. Legit. Devastating power. It is. He's a knockout artist. If he lands a punch, you're gonna feel it. And 39 years old. 39, sorry, not 49. Yeah, that would have been Yeah, yeah. 49 is
0: like uh what's his
1: name? Old age yeah, Canon Briggs. Let's go, champ. (laughs) 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 Let's go, champ. (laughs) Let's go, champ. (laughs) Um yeah, so yeah, 39, not 49, sorry. Um yeah, 49 would have been abusive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um but yeah, no, so so yeah, coming back to the point. Um Deontay has devastating knockout power. All right, but that's it. Now, call me biased for being a Brit and 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 like you know, being a fan of the British fighters right now. I think I think boxing is in England right now. There's no other no other country that has that is producing talent like that. Um, Tyson Fury is the only guy that can cause the real champion Anthony Joshua any problems. You think so? Hundred percent. I think I think if anyone has a chance to beat Anthony Joshua right now. Wilder has no chance. I think he's he he he's just not he's not a boxer. He's literally just a straight brawler and a, and just a power puncher. A bully, <laughs> a bully. Yeah. yeah. And 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 to be honest, like Tyson Fury is gonna like in his own words, just jab his face all night and uh, and and frustrate him and and win by points. He won't, I don't think he'll knock out Deontay Wilder. I think mm-hmm. it's just gonna go to go the distance and, and Deontay and um sorry Fury will win similar to how he dispatched uh, Klitschko. Uh,
0: and I felt it was. Too easy to get into Wilder's head yeah. in the press conference. He's I mean- thick. Now,
1: now, look, at the end of the day, Tyson Fury, say what you will about yeah. him, he's intelligent. Fury is an intelligent man.
0: Very intelligent, Very especially with the mind games. I mean,
1: it's brilliant. Intelligent. Uh, he's, 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 he's a bit of a wordsmith. Like, yeah. he's great on the microphone. Right. And that, that press conference where he got up and he's like, God, <laughs> I want to feel his power. You know, like that whole thing. Yeah, it, is, it was a hilarious scene.
0: But like, leg- who pushed who? Who who reacted? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was almost too easy. You know, yeah. when you look at Wilder, you're laughing at him. Oh, when you're so laughing with Fury, you're laughing with him. Yeah, because yeah. You, you can see how easy <laughs> it was to get into his head. And, and, and there's course. two more of those press conferences to go. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> December 1st, that's my birthday. I couldn't oh, ask dude. for a better it's gonna birthday be awesome. gift. You know? It's going to be awesome. So but, yeah. how do you think it pans out? I Does think, it go the
1: distance? Yeah, I think Fury wins uh, by unanimous decision, um, similar to how he did uh, Klitschko, but Klitschko cannot be held in the same regard as Deontay yeah. Wilder. Like He's yeah. a far better boxer than Deontay Wilder, but just, just past his, his, his prime in
0: that sense. Um, sorry, you were going to say something? I'm saying I'm going to take your decision. I'm going to raise you a knockout, knockout for Tyson Fury. Okay. Because I have been dying to see skinny leg wilder oh my gosh i am just dying to see these legs wobble, wobble yeah. and for him to, to to fall down and fury is is a giant mm. he's a giant he's and big. once his power lands and it's, i'm telling you wilder has just been i've been waiting for a fighter with a little bit of technique a mm. little bit of head movement and footwork that will expose all of these and I've seen a lot of people, a lot of boxing analysts that came there they're saying, oh, it's unfair that Wilder's been called an unintelligent fighter. Yeah. You can actually, and there's some slow motion, I don't know what, showing you that he actually knows what he's no, doing. No, he doesn't. I'm sorry. He doesn't know anything. I'm not a boxer. Yeah. I've done two months of boxing training in my <laughs> life, right? Two or three months maximum. I can see that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thanks. No, I'm kidding. But I can already tell you that, yeah. The basics of boxing, dropping your hands and leaving your face exposed while you're swinging and telegraphing your overhand rights. You just need a good boxer to expose that. He's just been, his reach is always way, way... He's long. Yeah, longer than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. And that's why nobody's exposed him. So I I just, I don't know. I shouldn't
1: say that he doesn't know anything. He's obviously heavyweight champion of the world. So (laughs) he knows something. But I just feel... Look at us from our little little armchair
0: (laughs) armchair analyst. Yeah, there you
1: go. Um... <laughs> we'll call you Max Kellerman. I'll be Teddy Atlas. Max Ke- <laughs> well, you
0: need to be madder than that, case you know.
1: <laughs> you don't want me to get mad on this podcast, Mohammed. No, um, but yeah, no. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, so you talk about someone with a bit of technique. Fury has technique. He's also very unorthodox. Yeah, but he 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 has movement. He's he moves extremely fast for a guy his size, six foot seven. Yeah, um, throws at weird angles, and like Deontay Wilder aside this needs to lead to a massive domestic uk heavyweight championship unification fight between anthony joshua and tyson fury and look man i, I genuinely don't know how that would go i think the only person to give fury any trouble i mean any uh, anthony joshua any trouble is tyson fury. tyson fury yeah um he's first of all he's bigger than him he's taller he's he's more sort of obviously he he's got he's got the reach advantage um mind games Oh, yeah, that, that, that'll be interesting because
0: Joshua is a not cool known, cookie. He's a cool cookie, but, but he's not known to be able to respond in that way, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's not, he's also, he's a very spiritual, very sort of, you know, calm, reflective, you know, calm yeah. character. He doesn't like to get angry with his. He doesn't like to have beef with his. Uh, he's boxing's Rose
0: Namajunas. <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. Maybe without the meditation. Without though. the meditation. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but he he is he is a uh, he's he's he doesn't pick fights with his opponents. That's why, honestly, like I love Anthony Joshua, but I don't watch his press conferences. Yeah. I don't watch yeah. his. The gloves are off only with Dylan White though. That yeah. one was good. Um, but but you see, yeah, you remember that fight with Dylan White? Like he he actually got. He got an uppercut from hell and actually got, yeah. got got sort of rocked, and that was obviously he was fighting with a bit of emotion.
0: Klitschko as well. I mean, we saw we saw that that knockdown and he came back, and that's why I have a lot more respect for Anthony Joshua yeah. right now because had he had a history of opponents like Deontay Wilder, we could have the exact same argument for Joshua yeah. that he hasn't really been tested. But we've seen, he has been tested. He has been tested. We've seen what he's made of for um, sure, and I think, like you said, he's he's one of the greatest. In, in the world, he's great off yeah. the ring as well. He's, he's a role model. I think the 100%. future of boxing. Uh, now the fight with Wilder. There's been a lot of talk back and forth on whose fault it is, who's ducking, ducking who. Mm. What's your take on that?
1: Look, boxing. This is why this is why I'm a I'm a, I'm a fan of MMA as well because because we always get the best fight in the best. Less nowadays than what it used to be, yeah. but but like the promoters and and the way that the, the the boxing construct works in regards to bringing fighters together it's it's more politics and money than than, right. than the best fighting the best people um to the point where like Anthony Joshua hasn't even mentioned Tyson Fury um after he beat Povetkin yeah um he wouldn't say his name like i had a yeah and he even said he even said that even if Wilder loses I will probably still fight Wilder. Now there's two stables there, right? In the UK, like boxing is either Matrim boxing, yeah. which is uh which is uh with um uh Frank Warren, or there's um Eddie Hearns. Eddie Hearns. Oh man, why is that why isn't why am I drawing a blank? Um I'm drawing a blank, but I'm 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 uh, I'm getting but so there's Eddie yeah. Hearn and Frank Warren. Right. These are the two promotions, right? Right. Um the two guys that that head up all the all the fighters. Um yeah. and there is obviously competing TV stations, TV channels uh that 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 sort of they 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 have these legalities with and maybe that's why he didn't mention Tyson Fury's name. You don't know uh, any of these details, but like it's 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 when it comes to Deontay and Anthony Joshua, I really do feel like um I don't trust Deontay Wilder's camp. Um I think I don't trust any boxing promoter to be perfectly f- yeah. fair. I don't I don't I don't know what happened. I don't want to dig too much into it and I, we're kind of used to it with boxing now, so I don't really I don't really care. Like I just I'll wait till kind of things settle
0: down once Fury and, 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 and Deontay Wilder fight. Yeah. That's I, it. I we'll want that fight happens. to happen. I want I still want to see Joshua Wilder because he calls himself the bronze bomber. I want him to end in bronze. <laughs> we have the king. You know, gold and silver should go to yeah. either Fury or, or Joshua yeah. and Wilder. I think and I think that's the one of the reasons why he's been avoiding yeah. I, th- I think he knows what his weakness is. He puts on this persona, he's very confident as well. But he, at the end of the day, he accepted to travel all the way to England and, 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 and have the fight there, you know. Mm. So he, he's making some concessions because he knows that he needs to get the cash, right? So, I mean... I don't, Who, Deontay Wilder? De, Deontay Wilder. The fight's
1: actually in, uh, it's in, in, in the States.
0: No, but he agreed when they were negotiating with Joshua. Oh yeah, he's he's like, oh I, yeah. You're talking about yeah. With I will go to to England and fight him there because they, kings take over other countries. Whatever he, he said, you know. And and
1: and I don't disagree with them when they said that they offered yeah. Anton Joshua a fortune to fight. Right. Um. And and I don't know what the reason for not taking that fight was. I don't know. Um. Yeah. One thing I'd say is that the reason I respect Anton Joshua, like you said, is that he has been tested. Um. He's fought Klitschko. He's fought Povetkin. He's he's fought. Um. Uh parker who i thought was going to be his biggest challenge but he dispatched him uh he went the distance but at the same time it showed that you know he has this cardio that he can run on yeah and uh, and finish a
0: fight um he's i didn't expect parker to lose to uh, um following fight i think it was dylan white that he yeah, fought. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that was, was uh, crazy one of the most entertaining fights of the year so far yeah, yeah yeah and
1: dylan dylan will give anthony joshua a good knock now as well yeah. but I'm, I, I can't stand that guy yeah I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> like, you've always said sorry dylan white is is when you talk about when you talk about sort of uh, a fighter that has no cerebral or any any sort of class i think dylan white is yeah. is on that on that sort of spectrum but hey he's 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 probably knocking at the door of title contention at some point. Absolutely. Um, so, so let's see what happens. It's All exciting. Right.
0: Excellent. It's I, th- exciting. I think we're running out of time, so I'll oh, think yeah? we'll, we'll wrap it up there. we just getting Last started. Last question that I'm getting you. Um, I'm, uh, asking you. Yeah. Pacquiao Mayweather, do you want to see a third one? Uh, second one? Oh, dude. Yes or yes. no? Yes. Yes? Yes. You don't want to. There's I know a that. billion other fights that I would want to yeah. see before that, but
1: yeah. hundred percent. W- I agree with you. Um, but, but I think I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think, is it, if I'm not mistaken, Pacquiao is currently a
0: champion. He has he? a belt. Yeah, yeah, he said he had a belt. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was yeah. a Japanese nightclub. <laughs> weird, weird. Anyways, oh, we'll man. wrap it up there. There we go. Thanks for watching. <laughs> this has been Sports Unhinged. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook page, and uh, listen to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, any of the podcast app as well. We'll see you next next time. Thanks, Fahad, for joining us. My and, pleasure. Uh, Thank you. We'll have a lot a, a lot of these. Maybe we'll bring you back on after after the fight, and Why we'll do not? a bit of a post-fight analysis. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Thanks, guys, for watching. We'll see you next time. Until next time, take care.